Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a box. Let me get this straight. Oh, we're talking now, ain't we? What? If you're not down with that, we got to work for you! Ball game! You're hearing me now, ain't you? What? All right, hello, welcome to Wishful Booking, the show that is less painful than beating your head against the wall. My name is Liam McNulty, joined as always by the man who just has more craft than the rest of us. It's a fact of life. Jimmy Moorcraft, how you doing? I'm doing well, how are you? Not bad, considering. Liked my introduction there. Thank you. Yeah, I wanted to spice it up a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, that's the best I came up with. Uh, should we dive right into Raw? We've got a, a super, right super duper showdown coming up. Super duper, yeah, we should dive right in. Okay, uh, so Monday Night Raw kicked off, and Dean Ambrose came out, and obviously this was the storyline thread throughout most of the show. Is Dean Ambrose going to turn on the shield? Personally, I thought that, like, Corbin and Ambrose had a lot of explaining to do. I thought they could have opened the show... And had Cole do half of the explaining and say, you know, late this afternoon, we learned from acting GM Baron Corbin that he's given Dean Ambrose an ultimatum to fight for either championship. And then have Ambrose come out and elaborate on that and say, you know, it's my pick of the litter, but I'm not going to take it. Then Corbin comes out and says, well, it's them or the monster among men. This way, it's like a development in that premise, you know? Yeah, um, I, I thought that whole thing was confusing and it made Dean look dumb for not picking obviously the top champion on Raw. Did he really have a chance, though? Because it kind of seemed like Corbin grazed over that rather quickly and got to deciding for him, like, before too long. Well, I mean, Dean's the one who acted like, oh, I know what you're doing, and, you know, all that. Um, yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. I, I I mean, who's to say it's a scripted show? So, I mean, who's to say that if no. Ambrose picked Roman, that um, he would actually give him the title match. But at the same time, the whole point is to drive a wedge between them. So right. maybe Dean fighting Roman is a way of getting them off of the same page for their impending match on Saturday. Totally. So I do still stand by the fact that Dean should have picked the top champion on Raw. Yeah. And the fact that he hesitated at all was kind of... And even that was further... My point is verified in the, in the segment with Roman later on where he's like, oh, you're lucky I didn't pick you or something. Like he did Roman a favor. Like, yeah. why? Like, look out for yourself. Well, You're complaining about, you know, being overlooked and all this, yet you just had a, you know, again, whether or not it would have actually came to fruition, you had, at least in the moment, a shot for the top title, and you chose not to pick it. So, for me, that's on him. Yeah, it's like he's looking for someone to blame after the fact, but it was totally his decision. Yeah. Um. And then, so they had the match with, with Braun and Ambrose, which was good. Like, definitely, they did more than I thought they would. Or rather, they allowed Dean to do more than I thought they would. Yeah, sure. Reigns comes out. Right away, uh, Renee says, Brotherhood. But then later on, when Reigns and Ambrose are talking, as you alluded to, Reigns literally says, you know, he basically tells Ambrose that he only saved him out of self-preservation because of their match Saturday, or Friday, or whenever it is. Ambrose told Reigns, yeah. Or, no, 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 Reigns told Ambrose, like, you know, he basically said, I saved you because where would we be without you this weekend? Like, he oh, basically right, right, flat right. out told him, I didn't save you because you're my friend, I saved you because I needed you. I don't know, that's that's one takeaway for me that did kind of justify the way Ambrose was acting, in spite of what, what you said. Oh, you mean save him in the, in the opening segment? Right, 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 right. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, uh, and also, Ambrose admitting everything that we thought about his frustrations was weird, that they just threw it out there like that. Like, everything that, you know, they alluded to, essentially, that Ambrose could be feeling, 
he is, I assume. I yeah. Mean, if what he said was right. So, I mean, for me, I don't think he's ever going to turn at this point. I don't think they would have done... I just think it was a weird way to write it, to portray it, that Ambrose... Like, if, like everything Ambrose said on Raw, I feel like, would have come after a potential heel turn. But now that we know Ambrose's issues with the Shield are everything the dog of the word I hate that everything that group and Corey Graves <laughs> said has essentially been verified by Ambrose. So now any heel turn isn't for me going to have an effect really. Like it, in theory, wouldn't be surprising really since they've spelled well, right, out yeah, they've guess, spelled out all right. the underlining reasons he would be turning in advance of said turn. Yeah. So now if he turns, it's like oh, well I guess we saw that coming. Even though we probably already would have seen it coming, but now, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I it, I can't. I guess I can't say what I'm trying to say, but I just think it, I thought it was weird yeah. to have Ambrose. I mean, I like that they had his character be smart enough to say all that because it's what he should be feeling, right? And it's what's happening, right? But then after saying that, he doesn't go for the top title on Raw, like I said before. So I don't know. It was it was messy for me. Definitely, definitely. It was and, messy. and yeah, Corbin. I don't know. I want to say Corbin... I, I can't tell whether or not he had a good idea, because like I said, I feel like he ultimately decided for Ambrose, kind of. Then again, Ambrose definitely didn't jump on the Universal title shot, which he absolutely should have. You're right about that. Yeah. Like, regardless of friendship or whatever, your friends have to understand in that case. That's what we're led to believe, typically. And, uh... I don't know. I wrote down, was the strategy successful by Corbin and company, just because of what, you know, what Roman said later on. But you're right. Dean's definitely not going to turn. I feel like I left Monday with the impression, like, there's no way Dean's turning. Right. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I guess move on. I don't know. Maybe we'll come back to that as the show progresses. Um, oh, and then right away, right after, obviously, was Roman Reigns and Dolph Ziggler. This, I don't know. It was weird that Roman Reigns seemed to want to give Dolph a universal title shot and Baron Corbin, of all people, said no, right? Very. Especially, like, after what was already confusing about the night that we've established. With yeah, Corbin. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, he was very odd that night. I don't know if he was on drugs or something. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure. Probably not in kayfabe. Although that would be a nuanced storyline I might like. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so then obviously Dolph loses. I mean... Shocking. Yeah, really. Um, and then Ronda Rousey and Ruby Riot was up next. What did you think of this match? Um, I think that it did a lot for Ruby Riot. Yeah, she looked good. I think that it didn't do a whole lot for Ronda Rousey. Oh, really? Um, I mean, I, I don't, you know, Ronda's a, a difficult, she's in a difficult position because we've now established that Alexa Bliss can give her a fight, even if she has limited rib damage. <laughs> um, and this match, there wasn't really a, a target that much that Ruby was affecting for Ronda. She well, was just a, generally her, like, just her upper body. I mean, she was, you know, with the assault on the outside and stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I guess if they're going to utilize Ruby, like, going forward in any way, then I guess it makes sense to have Ruby get the upper hand. But, I don't know. I just don't know why you're having Ronda be on the defense so much. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of, with comment, you're, you're right about what you're saying, but you got to keep in mind, she is still a relative newcomer. For me, this honestly felt like... For the first time, it's starting. She's starting to feel like a regular, active roster, everyday superstar, as opposed to like celebrity Ronda Rousey amidst the WWE. You know what I mean? Like to me, that actually felt like pound for pound the closest thing to like a Raw match, a typical Raw match out of all of her matches so far. It was, but but it, it, well, you're right. Like but, it was back and forth. It wasn't just a squash. I, I kind of so I, for that reason, I kind of like that aspect. Sorry, go ahead. 
Yeah, I, I just go back to, you know, we may we may know that Ruby Riot's a veteran and capable of more, but they haven't utilized her in a way that the casual fan would see that. Well, were you watching Monday? Were they watching Monday? Who? The casual fan. Right, but... According the, to the, the ratings, issue, probably the not, is, incidentally. The issue is before Monday. But yeah, no, 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 I know. I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. kidding. I'm just saying, you know, you got to start sometime. But you're right. Definitely don't start against Ronda Rousey. Oh, right. Yeah. And I was surprised that Michael Cole brought up the whole Brie Bella Liv Morgan thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm happy when they do in cases like that. I mean, I guess they just because just it was such a big thing. But he didn't really, you know, say had. I mean, he brought it up that that it was a buzz, but he didn't really elaborate on why. Yeah, I just thought it was a thing that I would ignore. But you know, especially if she's there now, if she, if she, Liv had to be not near ringside, I think that would have been. Well, according to that, she was she was near ring. That's something we didn't talk about last week. They said she was ushered to the back, but then the camera showed her at ringside still last week. But regardless, no, I know. But after the fact, they said she had a concussion. So I I was surprised to see her out there this week. Is my point? Oh 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 yeah yeah um yeah. Well, I mean, you know, she wasn't getting physical. I guess she's going to be cleared to compete for Friday unless they book the match around the fact that she can't really. She's not cleared right now. Um, yeah, they didn't really talk about that much. I have to assume she will be ready. I think they probably would have changed the match. Yeah, this now. was this was their opportunity uh, Monday. Unless they want to take Brie out of it and make it Nikki and Ronda versus... Which would make Ooh. sense for the impending Nikki-Ronda match. That would which be... Which is still definitely happening. Yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. I factored that into my prediction. Yeah, that would be... I think definitely would make sense at this point. All things considered, it would be, like, appropriate. It's a good idea. <laughs> That's some good thinking on your feet. Yeah. So, yeah, then moving on, we had, uh, oh, Connor versus Bobby Roode. you have anything to say about this? I don't really. No, just that I guess Connor is, I don't know, important now. <laughs> Apparently. Well, it's either that or the guys he's beaten, you know, aren't. <laughs> well, that's a conclusion. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, his finisher looked weird. I don't like how he does the Dominator. Yeah, that very strange. Looked like he was like uh, nervous to hit it. He had Bobby Roode up there for a beat. Um, so then next up, we had the B team defeated the Revival. Sadly, remember remember how good the Revival looked last week against Dolphin Drew. Yeah, yeah. Well, yep, you, sure do. You can forget about it. Stupid. Love creative. Sure do. <laughs> well, you can forget all that. Oh yeah. Gone, here's, forgotten. here's what I immediately just fantasized about. As soon as the AOP comes out and starts attacking the B team and botches throwing Bodalis into the ring, I'm thinking, okay, cool. So the AOP start beating down the B team, the revival, whatever they're cool with it, slash just walking away. But then maybe the AOP doesn't let up. And at a certain point, the revival comes back like, come on, guys, you know, don't be ridiculous. You know, you made your point, whatever. And then they get into it. And then you have a little three way tag feud on Raw for a few weeks, kind of about how the revival are technically superior to AOP. But it's a three way feud. And, and because they now have this this newfound like, you know, um, empathy, I guess, like they're, they're newly like, you know, have a soft spot for B team, according to the storyline. That that winds up costing them in a triple threat scenario type thing. Maybe. I don't know. Just to do something with them. Like, they're really just collateral damage right now. Yeah, I don't think they have any care about any of those teams at all. Oh, they don't. No, they don't. But the a- AOP, maybe a little bit. They're clearly the ones that are getting heated up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, judging by this, I think my authors of Roman 
uh, prediction still could hold up. Because to me, what happens is the AOP get contendership within the next month or so. The Shield wins the tag titles off of Dolphin Drew. And then it's going to be Shield versus AOP, which I think that's it right there. Okay, this is wishful booking. I, I mean, I don't see that happening, but it's, a, you know, there's a path to get there. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, definitely. That's all I'm saying. Um, then we had uh, Drew McIntyre and, and Seth Rollins. Uh, pretty good match. Pretty good wrestling all throughout the night on Raw, despite the lackluster creative. Yeah, it was okay. This was the, the best match of the night for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what made me think of it. Um, I feel like Drew has beaten Seth several times, though. I don't know. Has Seth beat Drew yet? I think so when they wrestled the first time on Raw, like at the beginning of the summer, I want to say. I thought Drew won that match. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe, because we felt like he might be owed a title shot. Yeah, yeah, a few times I felt that. I feel feel like this is his third victory. Yeah. Definitely his second, though. Well, this one, it wasn't straight up. What did you think? Do you think Dolph Ziggler earned his, you know, non-weak link status with the way he helped Drew win this match? Uh... I guess you could say that. Because between not getting a title shot and being called the weak link, I mean, rough night for Dolph Monday. Could he turn on them? He's got some reasons to. And, well, I mean... And what would that even do? He's a weak link. And what, going to Shield? Yeah, no, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Double turn? Ambrose and Dolph? <laughs> no. I mean, anything. Who knows? I don't know where <laughs> this is going. Definitely not there. <laughs> Hopefully yes. not there. Um, so then Kevin Owens and Bobby Lashley and Elias. Oh my god, your heat for this was Dude, off the charts. Yeah, don't mention Seattle's basketball team. Like Incredible. That was, that was insane. Was It It was just basically that, right? Because the crowd was relatively yeah. normal up until that comment. Yeah, and then they, and then Elias and Kay are veterans, so they, well, not veterans, good at what they do. So they knew how to continue it. Yeah, by screaming so they could hear each other. Yeah, and then continuing to make offhanded remarks and, you know, stuff like that to, you know, get the heat continuing. Yeah, I mean, I, that crowd I was, it. Yeah, the crowd. It was, just, it was crazy how loud they were. No John Cena, I found interesting. I, I guess they didn't care enough about even pretending to make this a story. He's just going to be there yep. for no rhyme or reason. He couldn't be bothered to even show up once to promote it. Because it's just a house show. It's a glorified house show that they got a big check for. Well, yeah, but then you have you have Undertaker King, Triple H, and HBK in the main event. So, come on. John Cena couldn't be there? I mean, I guess they figured they didn't need him. Again, ratings say otherwise. Yeah, well, God, ratings are awful. Stone Cold could descend down from the rafters and the ratings will suck still. Yeah, maybe it's just a sign of the times, though. Um, But yeah, so John Cena doesn't show up. We'll talk about what's going to happen on Saturday after. The main event segment? Yeah. Dude. Um, Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so, I mean... I think this confirms that Shawn Michaels is at least able to be in the ring and have a match. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, oh I'm the, way past that point. I'm, I'm, of all the bumps to take. That tag match is happening as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, well, I thought of that, and then they, they keep doing the whole last time ever thing, ingraining it into my head, yet would it really be the last time ever? Yeah, the last singles match between them ever. Yeah, but it doesn't say last singles match. It makes it seem like it's the last time they're going to be in the ring together. Well, it's the last time ever talking about this one-on-one match between Triple H and Undertaker. I mean, dude, you know, once in a life, once in a lifetime. What was the what was the? I just wouldn't say that if they're going to be in, in the ring again in a month is all, regardless of the type of match. What was the main event of the WrestleMania of the year after Once in a Lifetime? I can't remember. Yeah, that doesn't make it okay. No, but. <laughs> 
it also doesn't make it unprecedented. And they at least got to that for storyline purposes with like the rumble and whatnot. So that was quote unquote by chance. I mean, kind of, but they laid it out the night after WrestleMania. Well, it's a scripted program, but my point is that the match, the Royal Rumble match is a randomized match where you draw a number to win the match. This will just be another tag team match booked a month after this match, assuming that's what happened. Yeah, in every every way it shouldn't be happening. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it's very strange. So crazy. I thought... And they were, like, zooming up on him. It was very... it It was, like... I don't know. I guess heel and faces are out of the window for these kind of programs. But I guess. It was just weird. It was all weird. If the guy who sold his soul a long time ago isn't a heel, then I'm throwing my hands up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought Triple H compared to the rest of the guys looks great. HPK is bald. That's sad. Um, yeah, he shaved it all off now. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Stone Cold Shawn Michaels. Yeah. HB Pop Pop. Um, but yeah, dude, was it me? I thought Kane and Undertaker, they're bigger guys, they're older. I thought they make standing up look like a, an uphill battle. Like a constant uphill battle. Standing up? Yeah. Like staying, oh. staying standing, let alone when they're quote-unquote in action. Yeah, I mean, they're old. I, I, I don't know why they continue to use these people. It's just Especially sad. Especially when it's... one of them is a mayor. Yeah. For sake. It's it's like like I don't know the way the way they just try to present it like it's just same old Undertaker with his hair dyed and like all that crap but like but it's like no it's old hair you can just see it's all frizzy and old like I you know there's nothing wrong with that obviously I I, I I love the guy all due respect but it's he's old there's no hiding that he's the eyeliner everything just looks worse you know yeah I'm not arguing there it's sad that they can't to do it. And I thought the uh, Tombstone Piledriver looked especially devastating for Undertaker's knees. Nothing? Yes, and I don't know why they're using that. I don't. I think they got way too physical in general. I don't think any of that was necessary, really. Um, I wouldn't even have the Undertaker there. I miss the good old days of the Undertaker mind games. They did the mind games more when he was more healthy and could have been there. And now when he's not as healthy and they should be saving every kneecap and joint yeah. possible. Yeah. They're utilizing them. It makes no sense. The, the mind games are like vintage Undertaker, cool stuff. The lights and the video screen stuff. And that's the a great fog. call. It's a great call. It's weird. You're right. And I didn't even ad- advertise them. So you're, not only that, but you're, you're wasting our possible rating. It's totally you're unnecessary. Whatever. Yeah. And, and yeah, you're right. The mind games, like that's when you lean on them. When when you know, I guess I guess it's strictly on the basis of how you feeling, Mark. And you know, I guess he was like, I'm feeling good on Monday. I imagine, but like, no. There's more to it. And if anything, I would have just had Kane come out because I think Kane and Shawn Michaels are the two people in the corners. And you could have maybe built not a story on the go home show, but, you know, they're the two people who were supporting their respective, you know, quote unquote brothers in the match. Yeah. And, you know, it would have given some, uh, I don't Thing. know, something. Yeah, something. To, their, exactly. to them being there. Um, well, I mean, it's really just I, what I wrote down was because. This is a match so epic that it had to be gimmicked up with H.B. Curmudgeon and the demon of Knoxville County. The demon mayor of Knoxville County. Uh-huh. Um, oh, dude, did Shawn Michaels not pull a Miz from last week and make the huge news-breaking announcement that he's going to be in Triple H's corner, which we already knew from last week? Well, we knew it from more than last week. We knew it, I think, 
two or three weeks ago. Well, he said he would be there two or three weeks ago, and then last week Taker said Shawn Michaels is basically going to be in Triple H's corner, so Kane will be in mine. So this week when Shawn Michaels comes and says, I'm going to be in Triple H's corner, I don't know, I, it felt like he expected it to like mean something when it was like, well, yeah, dude, we know. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, I, I hate to keep saying it, but it, it's the writing. I don't understand how they've hired... I've heard that the writers now have more... They need more qualifications, and they're taken from Hollywood and all of these places, and it's getting worse and worse. Yeah. And we'll, and we'll talk about that in other facets of programming this week very shortly. It really makes no sense. I mean, the crowd... No, it does not. Nope. Crowd, we're just stating the obvious. This is They're really overthinking it, you know? You just... You put all your acts out there, you see which ones are hot, and you just, you go accordingly. The rest, you know, yeah. it should write itself, but not so much. You would um, think. Yeah. So, uh, so SmackDown starts out, we'll move on to SmackDown? Yes, sir. So SmackDown starts out with Paige talking about the uh, dastardly attack by Samoa Joe oh, last uh, week, which she, she then immediately right. lets us know that he, he didn't do anything, actually. It wasn't a dastardly attack, I don't know why I used that word. Because the cops got there right after SmackDown went off the air. I guess AJ did have his phone on him or somebody called the cops and nothing happened. And because of that, Samoa Joe had to be fired. Everybody unanimously agreed because he pulled off a ring and run on the champ. Yeah, I mean, Brian Pillman must have gotten lucky back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. That's what my, my initial thought was. And Triple H for breaking into Randy Orton's house. WWE, exactly. WWE officials and I have uh, thought about this, and we came to a unanimous decision. Samoa Joe should be in line to be the COO one day. <laughs> but I'm just kidding, because he didn't actually assault the family. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. It's a weird bar. So weird. Yeah, so... Uh, and then, I'm interested so, in hearing how you think AJ acted this week, since last week we were on different pages. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't into him this week. Okay. I'll Walk give you away. that. Yeah. Thankfully. Yeah, no, he... he, he I just didn't like what he said, and so the way he said it was basically irrelevant, even though I didn't like that either. Um, obviously, the crowd wasn't happy that he was there. According to Wade's caller, he was advertised to be there, so what the f***? Um, what, he said he wouldn't be able to perform this week. What? That was just... That's the single line that I hated the most. Didn't they say a restraining order was filed? No, charges. She said uh, we press charges, but he dropped the charges because he wants to punish Joe himself. Sure hope that doesn't bite him in the ass. Well, all they had to do was do a restraining order, so Styles can be on SmackDown. The family's protected. Not only that, but is Joe really just going to keep going, like, flying? Like, what, did he get a hotel where in Georgia and, like... He's waiting. Like, I, you know, well, that's why. No, so you're right. You're right. That's why AJ had to say, oh, no, you know, my kids couldn't sleep. My daughter's been looking for Uncle Joe under the bed. Like, he, he has to be there to comfort them. And he also slipped in the matter of fact line that he he couldn't bring himself to where whatever, you know, he wouldn't be able to perform. Like, get the hell out of here. Oh, it's so. Yeah, it's not. Not. It wasn't good. It was bad. And I said this in the beginning of the feud. I said, I don't know what it is with AJ and the feuds that we want to see. They, they dice them up, they cut them up, they overthink them. Uh, with Shinsuke, it was based on a low blow and a heel turn. With Joe, it I mean, and, and the feud had, since it's been going on for three f***ing months now, it's had some good moments. Um, of course. The SummerSlam angle, I loved. With these still. two. Um, but yeah, yeah this same. Was not, this was just not. It was too, it was too much. Um, what you were just complaining about there, that's, that's the WWE stamp. You know that. They have to put their WWE stamp on it, especially because Shinsuke versus AJ and Joe versus AJ are matches that have been 
famously great outside WWE. You know, if that were a thing, which it's not. I wonder if Vince knows that he f***s this up. Like, do you think Vince knows it and he, like, is making millions and he has these TV deals and he just doesn't care? I, like, is I, it, like, some sick sadist, like... I, I mean, I, I don't understand. Is I mean, if, 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 if not, get, get him to an MRI, determine the cognitive deficits in his brain, and have Triple H take over now. I That's think, the only other option. I think he just assumes that he knows best and nobody tells him otherwise because it's a risk, you know. It's just strange. Very strange. So strange. But then again, you got Fox paying them $5 million or whatever, $5 billion. So, I mean... You know, maybe we're wrong. That's well, more than five million. The deal is for a billion over five years. Yeah. Okay. Whatever it is, a billion. Yeah. Loads of money. More money than I can comprehend. Clearly. Right. Absolutely. Just you know. So what does that say? Okay. So so what kind of match are they having? Uh, buried alive. I think he said. Right. Well, at first there was a no count out, no disqualification. There must be a winner match, which right. I never heard. Of. Oh, I have heard of it. It's called No Holds Barred, but it's yeah. not called that. It's and called then, a, it's called a Melbourne Street Fight. And then it's I'm not gonna take your limp body and 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 bury it. I'm gonna just bury you alive, which is like, wouldn't you want to kill him first anyway? I, 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 is he not gonna be limp? <laughs> yeah. Like so, and and then yes, and and the the verbiage was interesting because the crowd, I think the crowd in the arena thought. I mean, I know it's not going to be a buried alive match. Yeah, obviously, but I do think that they wrote it in a way where somebody could, and I think the crowd popped because of that. I don't think they popped because it was a cool, badass line. I no, think they it, legitimately thought it meant something. In context, it's totally a confusing line for every single longtime watcher of the product. Yeah, it's it a match. Weird. Match they hadn't have in a while. But the fact that literally AJ prefaced it with, we're not going to have a casket match. I'm going to bury you alive. It was like, whoa, that's... You, you, you know, I was already thinking taker gimmick matches when you said casket. And now you're talking about burying him alive. So that's that's where my head is still. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Weird. Yeah. I, but yeah, he should have said, he should have said he's going to, like, I'm going to put you down. You know, something like that. This is basically or the same thing. I'm just going to kick your ass and retain my title, because the title is still not a thing. I've been complaining about that, and I stand by it. Uh, it isn't really about that anymore. No, yeah. And it's awful. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. I think, if anything, he should have said, I'm going to bury you alive, figuratively speaking, you son of a bitch. Sure. <laughs> that would have been something. Yeah, better than what we got. Absolutely. Clearer, anyway. All right, so up up next, so we'll move on to uh, up next. Carmella and R Truth beat Andrade and Zelina. A couple nobodies. Oh my God! Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ! I first of all, I do have to say, I don't know where this Carmella was during her fucking championship reign because that that transition in the end was amazing. <laughs> yeah, and I guess I was right because I always said, "Where's the code silence? It's a great finishing move. She never uses it. Yep. She's the champion now." And I was speculating maybe it's a babyface thing, and apparently it is, and I don't know why. Apparently, she chokes them. She chokes them with her legs. That's not very babyface to me. <laughs> but here me it is either. when she's a babyface brunette. Yep. For no reason. Maybe it's just not um, a champion thing. So I mean, her performance was great. I think she looks comfortable in the role. Um, I don't think I think it should have been a singles match with her and Zelina more. Yeah. Um, a. And B, I think that there should still be a reason why Carmella is, is, is babyface. 
and yeah, I'm waiting for her definitely. to super kick our truth. But I don't think it's going to happen. Definitely. I think maybe the plan was for that to happen, and now it's like getting over because it is to their credit over. I mean, it is. Well, it's, yeah. It's an act that that's I mean, getting a reaction, and I think she looks comfortable, and they have good chemistry together, and Vince probably saw that and is going forward with it. Um, I did think that there was going to be a moment where she was just going to kick him. Not in this match, but like in general. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, I that could definitely. Could de- exactly. Definitely see but, why you uh, think that. And just mainly, think- like, they shouldn't be. They just formed that's inherent in their act. They shouldn't be beating an act who is. Is established? Is established as a mixed, like, duo. Who beat Rusev and Lana for fuck's sake? Yeah, I yeah, know. Definitely not. Not that Lana's anything big, but, you know, Rusev just challenged for the championship a few months ago. <laughs> so you're not what? wrong but yeah oh. <laughs> it's crazy landscape uh what happened after this oh uh then shelton benjamin oh no rusev and lana oh no no, no. R- uh, randy and ty i'm chasing it all the way up no 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 i'm sorry once again it's it was new day you sure it was ty told Paige he wanted a match with orton and then there was new day in the ring Right. Yeah, I honestly don't have much to say about the whole New Day bar thing. It, it, it was a waste of time for me. Well, this is, I don't know if it's uh, the Becky-Charlotte feud bleeding over, but this is another case of I agree with the heels. For me. It, like, uh, what, I don't even know if there's anything to agree. What, what do you mean? Well, they keep coming out every week and talking about how dumb the New Day are and how stupid and, and not funny their jokes are, and they're right pretty, oh. much, pretty much entirely. Oh, yes, I agree. Yeah. Yes, and I think Mr. Butterworth... Uh, Booty's worth. Uh, deserves that. Absolutely. At the, the kid end, also was a bad actor. He didn't sell that at all. No, not at all. He, 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 like he didn't he look like special. He looked happy to be there the entire time and never, never even remotely bothered by what was happening to him. And yeah. And Byron Saxton ended the segment by saying he was only here to make pancakes, and I wrote down, "Yeah, here at a wrestling show." Thanks again, Bar. Yeah, which is what Corey Graves said too. Yeah. So, yep. Oh, did he? I missed it. I probably. Yeah, really, he I was said, "Why are you making pancakes in a wrestling ring?" Yeah, exactly. Yep. Thank you, Bob. Um, uh, so then, Randy Orton versus uh, Ty Dillinger. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really, I wish I had things to say. I, I don't. Um, I think Randy's new contortionist gimmick is interesting. I guess your lobes now it's fingers. That's fun. Well, it's implied um, fingers. I mean, did you... He, he just... I don't know. They didn't show anything. It was all reactions. Well, right. But I just meant that that it's the second body part that he's focused on. Yeah. Whether or not it's actually happening. Or it's extremities. Right. It's anything yeah. anything that's hanging off is uh, up for grabs for the Viper. Poor Shinsuke. That's what I have to say about all this, though. I mean, God. What, what's, what's that? Yeah. Shin who? Unfortunately. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, so then, oh, did you hear the crowd chanting, uh, Perfect Nine? Yes. That, that <laughs> was good. Yes, it was. And then One Night in Milwaukee. Gee, Milwaukee sounds like a pretty kinky lady, am I right? Well, I'm G- surprised that they, I mean, I'm assuming they got this from One Night in China. Well, one right? night. In, oh, I thought One Night in China was from One Night in Paris, because that was the... F- uh, I thought that was the original. Right, but I just think that it's interesting that everyone was clamoring for China to be in the Hall of Fame, and the reason that Triple H essentially gave is that because of her background. I don't know. I'm probably mm, thinking too much into I mean, it. I just yeah, thought it, I, I just be. thought it was a weird choice for me well, to like for me make a joke on that and then not induct someone who had a tape named that. 
You might be right. Even if it wasn't the original. You might be right, but what they're doing in this case is they're taking the funny part out of it. You know, like, One Night in Paris, haha, Paris the person, not a place. One Night in China, haha, China the person, not a place. One Night in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, one one Night in That Town, how we, how we travel to different towns every night. One Night in one yeah. of the towns we were in, not funny at right. all. Like, yeah, it's supposed yeah, to be funny because they took the joke out, but it's not. That's not how this works. Yeah, it did not make sense. No. Um, and then, obviously, they're showing the video footage. Lun is coming into the hotel room. And then she says, I want you, and, and the feed cuts conveniently. Of course. Um, my issue is that why didn't Lana just take a microphone and say there's more to that? He cut it. He's yeah. framing me. I want you He's to die a horrible me. death. You guys want to know what I said? I said, I want you to die a horrible death and leave Rusev because you're weighing him down. But I mean, like, really, though, like, if that's what it's going to wind up being and she knows that, why isn't she just saying it? Yeah, that makes no sense. So, and dumped. she's, like, fake trying to explain him. Rusev's, like, not here. And it's like, but right. where, but where though? Uh, I don't know. Whatever town we're in next week. Yeah, yeah. Just another overthinking thing. Seems like the appropriate place. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, I, the twist actually would be if the tape continued and she actually it was. I want you. I want to make love to you. I want to leave Rusev for you. And Aiden says, you know, we shouldn't do it. That that's the twist. What they're trying to imply it actually is is what the is what the twist would be from my perspective. Oh yeah, definitely. Does that mean it's working? Um, so yeah, then then otherwise Jobber Shelton Benjamin gets another huge win over Daniel Bryan. He has a pretty big another. case to me. What do you mean another? He has not another. An, not not another. He gets another big win over Daniel Bryan. Remember he beat oh. somebody like AJ or, or Orton earlier this year, and he did oh, nothing I, before he has or since. Been here so long, I forgot. Yeah, he did nothing before or since. But in any case, uh, he has an argument to make if Daniel Bryan wins contendership this weekend, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's how this works. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. Miz might be winning for that reason. I don't know. We'll talk about that. And then uh, the main event wasn't really a main event. It was. I mean, Becky. Becky wasn't on the Super Showdown poster. The Super Showdown poster was announced like months ago. I'm assuming they didn't know where they were going. Slash right. didn't want to spoil. Um, even though Nia Jax and Oscar on the Evolution poster, and I don't know where they fit. Even though there's time for that. But just my point in general is that posters aren't the be all end all. But I do like that they use that as motivation for this segment. I don't think it was enough to put in the main event, though. Yeah. For me. Yeah. I think okay. Becky's doing, I think Becky's doing good work. I think Charlotte showed great fire. Um, and Great fire yeah. for a face? For a face, yeah. What did you think about the crowd reaction the whole time? Because that's the, that's the big story to me. I think that it's not going to change. No, yeah. Do you think... That what they did last night was smart if they finally realized before SmackDown Tuesday that, the, you know, our, Becky is clearly the face, Charlotte's the heel. We're going to have to start slowly, subtly booking accordingly and, you know, make the actual creative turn over the course of a couple of weeks or whatever. Because to me, if they did make that decision, last night was a, was a nice start to that end. But I, I think it was more likely, you know cool because i thought it was pretty cool what happened in spite of what their intentions probably still are yeah yeah no yeah definitely for sure so i don't know because i this would be a good way to start turning becky because she didn't she wasn't wrong i mean you're right technically about what you're saying but her overall um position that she's the champ now and she needs to be in the forefront of the division isn't wrong. It's correct. You know, the fact that they were doing a photo shoot with Charlotte, she's yeah, mainly she talking about that. Division. That's why they had the Charlotte. That's why she they had the Charlotte. 
Yeah, but that's why they had the photo shoot with Charlotte last week that she interrupted. That's the 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 you know, basically well, the yes. position she's coming from, which is she's right. For sure, my, my she just made it clear that she meant like in all WWE, which is where the deluded heel thing comes in. Yeah, she literally said she's the most important person in WWE. That was what she said in the promo. Yeah, no, you, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. But I do agree that that that, that the photo shoot segment makes a lot more sense now because I thought it was a random. I, I like we said last week, it was fine and quick and sweet. But I do, I do give them credit for tying that back in. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. So yeah. Okay. Do you have the entire card in front of you? We can break this down. Yep. Okay. The uh, cruiserweight title match. I wrote down my official prediction is that this match will take place and it will probably be very entertaining. Jimmy. Uh, well, you have to give a prediction. I just did. I said it will probably take place and it will probably be really entertaining. Who will win? I have no idea. Well, how would I know that? Well, I'm sorry. Isn't that what we usually do here? <laughs> Not on two hundred five live. Well, okay. Well, you have then to I'll draw my interest to I, 205 to make me keep track of 205 so that when you randomly suddenly put them on events that I'm going to be watching, it's not like, whoa, whoa, who are these guys? Who's the champ? What's happening? Okay. Well, I'll do it. I think Buddy Murphy might might win. I don't think it's definite. Okay. Yeah, that's what it seems like because he's, you know, he was in, he's in the title picture again and, you know, he seems, um, he seems Yeah, crazy. I think there's the whole Australia thing, too, in it. Oh, he's um, Australian? Oh, Yeah. Oh, that's, I think that's why the match is booked. To be honest, because they already had a feud. Yeah, probably. Well, they get... already had good matches back in. Uh, they had a match at. Oh, not WrestleMania. They've they've had matches. No, since WrestleMania, too. he was Cedric's first post WrestleMania feud, I think. Yes, um, correct. And you don't watch two hundred five. Yeah, no, we talked about it a very little bit on the show. Um, okay. So he might win. I don't know. There's a couple. I think there's going to be one, maybe two title changes, and there's a few matches that title changes could take place in. So I guess this is one so far. All right. Well, don't don't leave us hanging. Continue with the card. Well, as the yeah, as the card progresses, what happens in each title match, you know, where titles might change could affect what will happen for later matches possibly or maybe not. But anyway, so yeah. There's that. The next match is uh here is the New Day versus the Bar. I just want these guys to have like a really sick tag team match which they are totally capable of. So I just mean get out of the way creative. And I think this is another match the bar could win. Me too. Depending on what else is going to happen. Agreed. I think the bar should win, actually. Yeah. If it wasn't for that 205 title, man, this would be a SmackDown title exclusive event. Yes, it sure would. Next up, Naomi and Asuka versus the I Iconics. I really, um, I'm, I'm feeling like Naomi and Asuka are probably going to win this one. Yeah, me too, unfortunately. The big It'll deal. be interesting to see if they have the Iconics turn on Australia or if they just straight up let them get cheered. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty safe to predict that they'll come out and start to really, you know, lean into their their uh, hometown status and then turn on Australia. Almost. Although there, have been a, although there have been a few times when, when the, the heels in their hometown just, like, in a very megalomanic way, like, take the adulation and don't turn on them. I think you, you, there's a way to do that, too. There is, they have. Yeah, Jericho's yeah. done that in Canada where he just kind of like right. he like he for the crowd watching, he's a heel, but he's really hamming it up for the live crowd, which live crowds tend to love, obviously. Exactly. So yeah, so that's that match. And then Bobby Lashley and John Cena versus Kevin Owens and Elias. I mean, God, Bobby Lashley and John Cena, there's not even a question. Yeah. Yeah. If you're putting money down, that's clearly the bet. 
Uh, hopefully Leo Rush is involved in the, you know, like I said, gets featured slash is involved in the finish. I'm thinking he leads either Elias or Owens like into an AA and then the pin. Yeah, definitely. Something like that. And then Brian, Daniel Bryan and The Miz. Um, first of all, if this match doesn't go on before the WWE title match, I feel like it would be counteractive to everyone and everything involved. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like... What are they fighting for if they're already bigger than the title? Let's just... Uh, agreed. Let's look at it that way, please. Um, so, yeah. So, this match, I really don't know. This is another one that could go either way. I feel like, especially based on the build, Brian would take it. But uh, it feels like Miz should win, but I think Brian has to win. It feels like Brian should win based on the build, but it feels like Miz should win just based on the fact that I don't really think AJ's losing the title. Um, I wrote... Yeah. Could Brian and AJ both leave victorious? It's way more likely than Joe and Miz both leaving victorious. Sorry, go ahead. Um, so I think that the obvious thing to do is to have um, Miz be the next one to face AJ Styles and to win and have Brian and Miz face a mania. But I, I don't know that's the route they're taking. So I think Dana Bryan might just win and him and AJ have a blow-off match on SmackDown maybe. I don't think oh. I don't think maybe the plans for this are as big as we think. I really I don't either. Because, possibly because they could be. Yeah, they could be. But also, you know, with the Rock and Roman Reigns, it really sounds to me like the Rock's going to win the Rumble and everyone's going to hate it. Personally, you're talking about like if Brian won the Rumble and they fight finally for the title at Mania, Miz and Brian. That's what you're saying, right? Yes, exactly. Like not yeah, not what you're saying, but what you're saying could be a possibility. Right? No, no, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, dude, that could... Brian versus AJ in just, like, an hour-long... Maybe not an hour-long, but, like, a nice, long title match with just a straight-up winner for SmackDown 1000 could be, like, a really sick way to go. No? Exactly. Yes, that's kind of what I'm thinking. That's what you were thinking? Because SmackDown 1000 is right around the corner. That would be a huge, huge title match. Yes. And just have a winner. Just Just let them wrestle. Absolutely. I agree. Just two guys who know what they're doing. It'd be incredible. Just, just let them do it. So, yeah. So, there's that. Uh, then AJ versus Joe. It feels like AJ retains for multiple reasons. The way they've been building it. The fact that oh, yeah. they're not going to have... It doesn't seem likely they would have a rematch. I don't know why, though. I have a sneaking suspicion that Orton could get involved. Especially with the no DQ aspect. And cost AJ. And this way it would kind of start a new feud for AJ that would kind of distract him from the title slash Orton could cost him a rematch. But then I think you'd have to have Daniel Bryan win the Miz match and then you do Daniel Bryan Samoa Joe. Well, yeah, no, definitely. I'm saying, yeah, this oh, okay. is, these are all in flux. I'm not a hundred percent on any of this. I don't know why I yeah. have that. No, that's a, That's another option. Yeah. I don't think that they, they look at all the options they have it all the time though. As we do, it's not it's a problem, but oh, it is yeah. a, no, definitely it's a not. great option though. Yeah, definitely. It's a possibility. I don't know. Something about the buried alive. When he said buried alive, I was really thinking, wow, they're going to make this match a buried alive match at the last minute for like 20, 30 minutes after I watched that. God, could you imagine? No, not really. I don't know what I Well, they're thinking. building the stadium now, so we'll know in the next few days if they have a big burial plot. That would, No, it would just, they wouldn't even, they wouldn't, for no other reason, they wouldn't add it so matter-of-factly last minute and not even have a graphic that says buried alive. There's no way it's, no, it's the match. I mean, they're definitely not going to. I just made a joke that it's open. Yeah. People are already putting pictures. I'm just, I'm just clarifying for any listeners who are confused. Yes. But yeah, something about when he said that made me think about Orton, just because buried alive matches tend to, you know, people tend to get involved. 
often. Yeah, so I don't know why. So if that doesn't happen, blame that for that. <laughs> All right, so um, Bellas versus the Riot Squad. I mean, the Bellas or Bellas and Ronda Rousey are gonna lose via miscommunication. To right? um, I just kind of see Nikki turning on Ronda mid match. To be honest, oh, or that's how I was looking. You need oh, to wow. give as much heat to this. If this is going to be a feud, you need as much heat as possible. I don't. I, I wouldn't agree with go, not saying that's what you would say should happen, but in terms of my own wishful booking, yeah. I don't think I would go that route because you have four weeks to build this match, okay. and I would just Nikki could be a good heel, uh, better than a babyface, and I think that just having her like beat the shit out of Ronda and having Ruby win and Nikki walking out and then Monday night giving her. Whatever reasoning is the best option to go. Oh, because this match against the Riot Squad is supposed to get back for Natty. So maybe Natty could return in time for the go home Monday to Evolution to have a big tag match. Ronda and Natty versus. Yeah. The Bellas, maybe? Yeah, definitely. Shit, that's probably going to happen. I would, the reason I was thinking they were more likely going to have miscommunication is this is earlier when I was thinking that this is before Raw Monday. I was thinking Dean turning on the shield was more of a possibility than I believe it is now. Because they wouldn't do both. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, I yeah, I would think not. Yeah, no, definitely not. Um, so then the... Uh, the other six man? Yeah. The well, fl- the flagship, six, that's a six woman, but six man now. The flagship show titles tied up in tag team turmoil continues with the shield versus... The Dogs of War, I don't know how I said that. Yeah, I don't think this is going to be creative at all. I just think the Shield's going to win. I think that all, of that, all, of, that, all of that story is just going to be thrown away for right now. Absolutely. They might yeah. tease a very little bit that Ambrose would turn at some point. But yeah, the Shield, this, is, this match was only ever created to give the Shield a win, and they definitely haven't strayed off course from that. Yeah, for sure. They, just, they did what they could to make it interesting along the way, but I mean, it just wasn't, wasn't all that interesting anyway. Yeah, I wish I had more to say, but I just think it's going to be straight up. No, yeah, definitely. I said the real question is, is Dean going to turn? The real answer, spoiler alert, is no. He's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Very nicely put. Thanks. So, yeah, then last time ever, uh, the big matchup between Triple H and Undertaker that is probably just here to be the first breadcrumb on the pathway to the big undertaker Shawn Michaels rematch that nobody also ever asked for. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, I mean, I think... This will be in the main event, so I don't think they'll have a no contest. Although, with all the moving parts, they could I wouldn't be surprised if they did that to yeah. build anticipation for their next international non-women's event. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, I think Triple H will win. Okay. Did you, yeah. did you see what I wrote down? Because I, I wrote down originally that Triple H would win because, uh, you know, Kane would go to attack Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels gets the upper hand. Undertaker gets distracted, walks into a pedigree, even though he's a veteran and would surely see that coming. Um, but then I thought if they're going to have a tag match, that's going to be Shawn Michaels first match back. And it's pretty unceremonious by circumstance. So I think DX would have to win that. So maybe for that reason, we swap what I just said. And you have Shawn Michaels gets taken out by Kane. Triple H gets distracted, even though he's a veteran and that would be foreseeable. And he gets, walks into a tombstone. Yeah. I like that. I like all that actually. But does it make sense that they would give Taker the win here because, I mean, DX, if they have the tag match, DX has to win because it's Michael's first match in years, right? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I think so. I mean, I would think so. I don't, I 
guess I wouldn't be surprised if they deviate from that, but that makes sense. Yeah. But either way, expect one hell of a match is definitely not a statement I would make in this case. Oh my God, no, <laughs> at all. I, I hope that, I hope they all make it through okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a better. That's probably seriously, actually, well said. Very well said. Yeah, seriously. Um. So otherwise, I just have written down Ray and Batista for SmackDown Live 1000. You heard about that? Did they actually announce Ray yet? No, uh, he was a rumor for, I mean, it's official that he signed a two-year contract, supposedly, to be full-time, even though, I, you know, he's never full-time. Um, yeah. But the rumor was that he would show up either Superhouse Showdown, which I'm thinking it probably doesn't need it, and they're not really treating it like a big show, so more likely SmackDown. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know, I'm just speculating. No, I, I think so, too. Yeah, uh, Batista being with Evolution when Evolution wasn't on SmackDown, and Batista was like a single star in SmackDown is very weird to me. Yeah. I don't get it. It's, and especially with Triple H tied up with Shawn Michaels right now, it's weird. Dude, I don't WWE, get it. WWE, I really think WWE is expecting that Batista is going to get the reaction he got, you know, for WrestleMania 30 before Guardians came out. Like, uh, yeah. I, like, I think that's it. Yeah. I think that they don't have faith to just bring him. Him coming back is huge. By far the hugest part of the Evolution reunion. Yes, And you're right. Definitely. Him as a single star on SmackDown was a thing for a long time. He was champ, and it wasn't actually half bad. So I think they just don't have the faith in his reaction because they're crazy, and they don't realize that he he's going to get a huge reaction now. Like, that's insane. Yeah, and, and to waste it in, like, Evolution when it could have been in a single thing is, I think, dumb. Very, very dumb. Yeah. But I think that's why. So they just don't have faith because they're I, somehow, I imagine, I can't think of another reason. Yet Orton's a heel. I, Triple I H is like kind of in the middle, depending on the night or depending on the, the you know, segment. And Ric Flair yeah. is going to be, is gonna be a face, obviously. So it, it might wind up being, you know, Batista and Flair versus Triple H and Orton in like a promo off or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm curious to see how it plays out, but I have no fucking clue how it will at the same time. Definitely not. Um, I have no fun fact this week. I'm sorry to let my listeners down continuously. All right. Well, that's what you do. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I, guess, I guess so. It's fine. I personally had fun with the show this week. So, you know. There we go. Me too. And that's a fact. That should be enough. Yeah. And we're limiting your listening time because we got all this done in less than an hour, which is an accomplishment. Big time. Especially since the turnover needs to be quicker this week for a fucking 5 a.m. I was just going to say. I was just so, gonna say this one might be a clip. This might be a clip light episode. Yes. Um, but all right, thank you everybody for joining us for Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty. You can follow me on Twitter at Real Actor. My name is Jimmy Moorcraft. You can follow me on Twitter at Doctor Moorcraft. You can like us on Facebook at Wishful Booking Pod and email in wishfulbooking at gmail.com. And we will talk to you next week after the big super house showdown. <laughs> so long, guys. Later, guys. When I came in.